everybody, I'm Jason Klaus, and I want to give you kind of a brief rundown of what you can expect here on our family of shows under the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. It starts every Tuesday at midnight with our flagship show, the Klaus to the Heart Podcast, where we look at the brighter things of life, the silver lining, if you will. On Thursdays, I'm joined by Jim Burgett as we bring you Tea Time, our unique views and commentary on the world around us, sports, entertainment, and anything that comes across our radar. That's available on Thursdays beginning at 1 a.m. And then on Saturday mornings at midnight, we step into Wendy's World, where I am joined by Wendy McBride Washburn as she recounts some of the funniest moments and stories of her life. And they are some of the absolute best stories that I have ever heard. And then rounding out our family of podcasts here, the Turnbuckle Time Machine, where I'm joined by Pope Brandon Brownson, Rex Havoc, and Tim Williams as we look back on some of the biggest moments and events in professional wrestling history. You can check them out all on the Anchor.fm app or exclusively on Spotify. The following is a Klaus to the Heart presentation as a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network and is rated PG-14. Some material and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things worn a lot of different hats, but this may be my greatest endeavor yet. This is my show, and on here we will talk about a variety of topics, from sports, to entertainment, to real life, and how we can make a difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. I may go on rants, I may go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the Jackal Creations podcast network powered by Anchor.fm, along with Nikki Falsoni, who is joining us from her home in Newark, Ohio. I'm Jason Klaus. We certainly appreciate you uh, tuning in this week for this show. Hello, Nicole. Hello, hello. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. <laughs> you can can tell you're ripping raring to go we're recording at the noon hour on 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 a sunday afternoon i just kind of feel like you have a little bit too much energy for a sunday afternoon what's going on those things we're just plugging away plugging away had our our uh, daughter's birthday was yesterday so took her out for lunch and went and had manicures and oh dear the whole presents and birthday cake last night kind of low-key but uh yeah so good just you know christmas is a couple weeks away so a week from this saturday can you believe it it's crazy it's stupid it's it's just flown by so fast no i agree yeah the kids finally put ornaments on the tree the tree's been up for like a week Uh and it's been it's just had you know it's pre-lit so you know it's i (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> Look, we do have have we do have a topic in mind here, but in the event that we get so far into a sidebar <laughs> about this holiday thing, I'm not mad about it because I feel like Same. this th- this needs to be addressed. This pre lit tree thing. Um, oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> um, I have bought a couple over the course of my lifetime because you know it's the convenience of it. A lot of, a lot of people don't like stringing the lights around a tree. Um, 
and I, I can understand that. I, I've never been one, one of those people. It does not bother me if I have to. But, you know, in the spirit of, of convenience, you know, you buy a tree, it already has lights on it. You plug, you plug the thing in and, whoa, you know, it's, it's a winter wonderland and everybody's happy, festive, in a good mood. But let me tell you something. I will never again buy another pre-lit tree. And here's why. The f- fired up about this. I got. I, I didn't even know. Incoming we- rant. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go. You know, go down this route this week. But I'm fine with it. Kind of, it kind of keeps in 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 the holiday theme that we've had across our network here in the last week or so. Um, but you know, one bulb goes out, and that whole section is done. You know what I mean? And I realize mm-hmm. there's, you know, every year they make a bigger and better one. And it's supposed to be, you know, you could lose a handful of bulbs and the rest of the things will come on. You're just missing that color. Well, that's that's a distraction unto itself. Like if I'm expecting a blue, don't laugh at me. This is serious shit we're talking about here. If if I'm expecting to see a blue light in 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 the mixture of the multicolors, because that's mm-hmm. what I bought the damn tree for was the multicolors. I want, I want my blue lights or else my, my brain cannot handle this. It tells me that I'm supposed to be seeing fleckle freckles of blue scattered around the tree. If I don't have that there, there, there's a hole in my soul in terms of, the celebration of the holiday and i realize it's ridiculous but that's the way it is this last one um that i've got i think i think i bought it two years ago um so i bought it i put it up you plug it in all the lights came on great now before the end of the season like the middle part was out the middle it's like a three thing you know you got your base and then you the the middle part of the tree and then the top part well the whole middle part was out what is happening right now so but the top the top and bottom were still working yeah yep. oh boy so this year i put the thing up and um you know plug i plugged it in thinking maybe you know with a year rest <laughs> it would reset some shit you know what i mean right like i i even went so far as to replace those little tiny fuses that i have just a dickens of of a time with well they're um, smaller than tic tacs they're so little they're stupid and i've got you know you know bigger hands and i'm trying to use this little fine ended screwdriver and i popped i broke one just broke the bitch right in half in inside it's just not my so my point is um at the end of the season this bitch is going in into the garbage and i'm going to uh get me a new tree that is not pre-lit because i will take all the time and effort that i need to to get the amount of of ambiance and the colors and everything that I want. And I will take the time to string them sons of bitches up myself. I don't even care. If it takes me a day until I think it's perfect, well, then I'm going to have a day of just stringing the lights. I don't even care. So does the center of the tree have lights right now after okay. replacing the fuses? So I unplugged it. So and plugged it back in? And I was like... I know I have strings of lights around here. It's a winter wonderland in this place. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I went through through the totes and I could not <laughs> I could not find any of my indoor Christmas lights except for like two two strings. And they were longer ones, you know what I mean? The hundred sure, the hundred sure. the hundred footers or whatever. Plugged one in, all of you know, and I lay them out, I plugged it in as 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 a pretest and they all came on great so i start walking around the tree and i'm stringing them up and things like that go go get the uh <laughs> the other strand shut up i i i plug it i'm in. just envisioning visualing this and like sorry go ahead 
this this is a sign of how my holiday season is going. Can we just say that? <laughs> I plug them in, half of them are out. I'm like, okay, it's a fuse. <laughs> I learned my lesson from the last time. Got to be gentle. You can't go into it all all angry and stuff, all Hulk mode. Can't do that. That's how you wind up breaking these things. So very finessely changed the fuse. Got them working. All right. Start swinging them around the tree. And wouldn't you know it, before I hung ornament one, the other side went out. <laughs> At this point, frustration has set in. Anger is starting to rear its ugly head. So I take all of the lights off the tree. And I remember that down in my garage, I had two extra brand new rolls of the LED lights that I put on the outside of the house, which coincidentally half, there is a section, it's not even half of them, it's a section in the middle of a strand that are out, so I haven't even turned them sons of bitches on. I turned them on one time, I really, and, it, and it's not like it's on the side of the garage or in the back of the garage where nobody, no, 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 why would that be? It's that it's it's on the side. If if you're my neighbors coming down my road and the lights going up the uh, the garage peak there, mm -hmm. ow, I'm man. Anyway, I could have ripped ripped all those down, replaced them with 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 a brand new with one of the brand new strands, and. Um, worked on the ones that were out, you know, actually take the time, check each bulb like I'm like I'm a Griswold or something. Um, but like you said, piss on it, I'm just not going to turn them on. So I grabbed one, one of the brand new rolls, and, and we're talking like the good size bulb looking bitches, you know, those okay. LED ones. I yeah. use those on, I, I put those on the tree. Yep. Just in the center of the tree? No, I, I strung them so it uh, it goes all, you know, from, from top to bottom. And they're real bright, so. But, uh, you know, not not my uh, finest work I've ever done. But at that point, I just wanted something on there. And right. with as bright as these, L as these LEDs are and the size of the bulbs themselves, it throws out a little bit of light. I'm not mm -hmm. mad about it. It's, it's, it's passable. You know, because once the kids put all their ornaments and stuff like that on there, what what do you really are you really paying that close attention to the lights? Well, yeah, you are. But at this point, I I just don't even really care. So as far as the outdoor de you know decor goes, I usually go all out. I've got the candy cane gimmicks that line the uh, the sidewalk, and uh, we have like a half a dozen of those blow up inflatable you know, characters and things like that. I didn't put a one out. Instead, I took one one of those, um, one of them spotlights that you put in the ground and it illuminates lights. And if you can hit a button, then it'll swirl and move and box out and all this stuff. Nope. I just put that in there, shine them on the house. I put the red and green dots on there, call it good. That's where I'm at. Who are you? You're not the first person who's asked me that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, this one is hitting me hard this year for some reason. Uh, oh. And I, you know, I, there's just, you know, there's a lot of layers to a lot of different things that are happening all at once. And I will say this though, the excitement in, in, in my kids, specifically my daughter, because, you know, at eight years old, she is still very much into the magic part of this. Mm -hmm. My son, who is 13 this year, um, I think he's starting to figure it out. Like he's had he, he's had kids in school, you know, tell him the truth. Mm -hmm. um, he he won't buy it or hasn't at, up until this point. And 
because I realized as he was getting older and these things were happening and he was telling me these things, like, you know, so-and-so told me this. I'm like, well, I, I hope somebody takes a shit in his stocking. You know what I mean? I mean, why, <laughs> why would you do that? You, you know what I mean? That just kind of shows what kind of, of individual that, that kid is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I take a great deal of pride. And now I have stepped up my game too. make no mistake about it. But I take a sense of pride that we've been able to maintain that sense of awe and magic for him as long as we've been able to. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, in, in that realm, that makes me feel pretty good, you know, but I think, you know, at 13, he's starting to put, you know, and even though he won't come out and, and, and verbalize it mm-hmm. just little things he says and does but i will also say that i have overheard conversations between he and liberty and like it was starting to approach that part of the conversation and he went above and beyond to bring that back for her Good. and i remember doing that with my brother you know, mm-hmm. when, when I figured it out, mm-hmm. um, he had not. And like, I, I went to great lengths to make sure that we maintained that magic for him as much as I, as we possibly could. So yeah, and, my mom, you know, my mom always had the rule. You don't believe you don't receive. <laughs> he started getting socks and underwear. <laughs> right. Right. You Which know, now, as an adult, is not a bad gig, honestly. <laughs> you kind of look forward to that because that's right? one less <laughs> one less thing I have to buy for myself. <laughs> well, here's you know, I I always I always thought it was weird when my friends would say something like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, I got socks and underwear for for Christmas," and you know, they came from their parents. Mm-hmm. And at 15 and 16 years old, is 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 your mama really still buying your undergarments? I mean, I just kind of, but I guess in that realm, it's not as weird because, you know, she's probably doing the laundry and all that stuff. Right. So I get it. But when you're right. living on your own and you are in your early to mid 20s and mom's still buying your goddamn underwear, I'm not re- really sure if that's. Like if it's from your girlfriend or your husband or your boyfriend or your mm-hmm. wife or something like that, hey, pick out what you want to see me, and I get it. Um, <laughs> but if if you know if mom is buying you you know these these banana hammock gimmicks, I don't know. <laughs> Look, it's a reindeer. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Getting back to your light, your outdoor light situation. Yeah. um, I appreciate the fact that you've not turned your lights on because if I drove by your house, that would be something that would irritate me every time I drove by. Right. I have exterior illumination psychosis when people do Christmas lights and it's like they're like some are blinking, some are stationary, some are like chasing and they're like yeah. chasing against each other or they have LED and like the old, the old school, like in, I guess, incandescent C, type lights. C9 bulbs. <laughs> like, the, I'm like, what are you doing? Like the bright LEDs that look almost to me like almost lavender, kind of mm-hmm. like that that That's color what these that they are. right. So you've got that, and then you've got the old school white lights. Like those do not match at all. And then when people have like a string of those, and it's like, get it together. What Listen. I know, and it's so stupid. It's so stupid, and I'm like ashamed. I'm not. I can't even say I'm ashamed because it's who I am as a person. But it is ridiculous. Or when they have like the old school bulbs, like the the multicolor, like the big ones, like that. Yep. Um, when it's like not in a pattern, it's like 
orange, orange, green, blue, orange, orange, <laughs> orange. Like, what are you fucking doing with your life? Like, <laughs> stop it. It makes me irrationally ragey for no reason. Like, I just, I appreciate the effort, but that looks like shit. <laughs> so, again, I know how stupid it is in the big scheme of life. Like, hey, you know, you're trying to be festive, but it's so it's so ridiculous but yes I do that when when people or they look like they just tossed a strand of lights out out into their bushes like put a little effort into it like you yeah. open the door and wing them out there I know what you're saying in, in in that regard and you can tell where there was little no effort you just did something to to, to do something to shut I, up to shut up your spouse <laughs> there yeah. the lights are done <laughs> yeah now, last year or the year before, you know, like my house probably would have driven you crazy because I had the icicle lights from the rooftop, you know, mm-hmm. they were your classic white. And then I had the candy canes and they're a little bit brighter. And I try to keep some, something of it, you know, in uniform, but um, it doesn't always work out that way. Then with the inflatables, you know, you got to have, a, you know, a light on them so you can see them. And mm-hmm. those, you know, when I, when those really started becoming a thing and I was still, you know, I, you know, I was in my twenties or something like that. Um, I was like, I want the, I think the first one I saw was the Grinch and love the Grinch. Right. So I was mm-hmm. like, Oh man, that is awesome. I want to get one of those. Well, I was always told no they're too expensive or this or that the other thing so the first year that i was able to um start getting some some inflatables man i was all about it you know you stick them in the ground you you know you turn the power on they blow up everything's great and i had a pretty good run there initially like i had the snoopy one that lasted almost 10 years one of my favorites um i had frosty the snowman like from the cartoon Mm-hmm. Um, the, he lasted a while. I had a great big ass Santa Claus, um, you know, a couple of other ones could never find the Grinch, the one that I wanted, like, it was like a one or two year thing. And by the time I got into it, it was no longer a thing. And then they started getting more elaborate and more expensive. And it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. you guys are dirty bitches for, for, for getting, <laughs> for getting me all hooked on these and come out with these great designs and stuff like that. And you want to charge 150 bucks for them. I can't justify that. It was a year that I bought the Spider-Man that had a wreath on them and a present. And it was one that you attached to your house. So he was like crawling up your house, you know, he lasted three nights. And ever since then, like every year, one more goes down. Like I can't, the, the, the motors have quit working or, you know, it's got a big ass hole in it for, you know, somehow that I'm just like, I'm not, I'm, I'm done. Like I still have a couple in here. Like Libby was upset that I didn't put her, her North pole unicorn up this year. Um, but it was like, I'm over it. I, I'm, I, I'm over having to go out there and manually turn the motor until it catches. And then, you know, it's just, a just, I'm just not there this year. I just don't have the patience for it for, for some reason. That's why, you know, once I saw that, that partial, you know, part of the lights was out. I'm like, well, pull that plug. I'm not doing that. And I mean, I still have like the spiral trees and, and stuff like that, that I haven't put out yet, but, um, I don't know. You know, I just really want to get through this and um, try to work myself out of this funk that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not like an overpower, uh, you know, overpowering thing where it's the only thing I think about day in and day out, and I just can't do the holidays. I is so far away from that. Oh, sure. But anybody who knows me knows that starting in like mid October, I start looking forward to this time of year, and yeah, um, <clears throat> it's kind of uh, where I'm at right now. You know? It's been a but weird I, couple of years. Let's be real. It, it has been. It is like I have like I have our our mantle decorated for Christmas, and the Christmas tree. Like I said, the kids put ornaments on the tree, and that's all I've done. Like we have tons of lights. We've not put any lights outside. 
we, you know, I haven't put up the nativity scene. I haven't decorated, like, I just don't, I don't know. I'm like, cause I look at it and all these totes of stuff and like having to go back down in the basement and dig all the totes out and put it up for like two weeks. And then I got to figure out where to put the stuff that it's just, you know, that's being displaced to put the Christmas stuff out. And then it's just like, ugh. See what and then I, I do. feel like shit because it's like it's supposed to be this magical time for my kids and I'm just like barely getting through just trying to work and make sure everybody's got everything and interesting interesting point that you just brought up here um you know we're supposed to uh as parents generally you know and I realize that this is not adopted across the board but parents generally are the ones you know it's because of the kids that they go all out and do everything that they Mm -hmm. can to make this the most magical time of year um you know that's kind of become part of my identity as a person you know that this is the time of year that i flourish and every you know like there's a i've been told there's a glow about me or some shit like that um but you know, when you put it in perspective, like, man, life has just got, this is where life has, has taken us in the last year or two. And like, I, I can trace this back to 2017, you know, having that first Christmas without my mom there, you know, two years later, we, we were met with our first one without Carrie's dad here. And then of course, last year, so you you know you think about all that and it uh and that's i I realize that's where a lot of my problem is um like last year was that it was i was still very much in that shock realm in my head in terms of you know dealing with my brother not being here for the first time you know during the holidays Mm -hmm. um like this doesn't this ain't right what you know like there's a shock value to it this year that shock is no longer a thing and it's just the the acceptance part of it the and reality I, of it. you know there's a lot of people that i know and i'm sure that you know too that you know this year they are they're going through this for the first time they are going through their first holidays without a significant someone in in their lives and their family um, I know, you know, off the top of my head, um, like one of our, one of our, uh, one of my baseball dad friends um, lost his father here um, a couple of weeks back. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that's, that's heartbreaking, you know, because you just, you just never know. You always say, well, we'll wait till next year or we'll wait till this or that. Listen, you know, how many times have you heard me say you were never guaranteed you know, t- tomorrow? We got to really focus on the here and now and embrace the current and, you know, the, and the present and, you know, really take a moment and cherish those people in your lives. I, I just did a show on ONTV fr- Friday night talking about this. Um, and it's just one of those things that we always feel like we have all the time in the world that we don't. And that really becomes a thing here, especially around the holidays as you are embarking on this first se- season or, or what have you without that, that special, you know, someone. So, you know, I try not to let that, you know, for, for me, I try not to let that, um, dictate my overall mood because at the same time and and going back to the point that you made is this is very much for the kids at at this point you know because especially with younger ones they're still very much in that magic you Mm -hmm. know that is synonymous with this holiday for them and um, you know who are we to shit on, on on that and for you know as we've both laid out here, you and I, we sat here for the last few minutes and said, man, 
you know, I'm just not feeling it. Like the, and life has, you know, you know, life is trying to beat the Christmas out of me. Mm-hmm. And now that I have said that, and now that I have heard you say that, and I, as I'm sitting here in real time, thinking about this, as I'm recording this, I think the first thing I'm going to do when I hop off here is go put the spiral trees up, you know, as, as an mm-hmm. effort and try to find different ways to, and not for me, but for my kids, mm-hmm. you know, because they deserve to have as, as magical of a Christmas, even if I don't feel it or I'm not feeling it, or I don't want to be bothered with the, the tasks of actually doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, because as I've laid out here er, er, earlier in this program, uh, here lately, I haven't had the best of light of, of luck with lights and electronics and things of this nature, but I'll make an effort. Hopefully the bitches all come on and we'll, we'll be good to go. You know, one and done. Done. <laughs> I feel like well, you have to put that unicorn up, too, at this point. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Jesse, how's he doing? Good, good. Just busy. Same old same. We're just both kind of like, all right, did you get this for this kid? Did you get this? Did we, you know, he's ordered some things and I've ordered some things and trying to make sure that it's equitable and because they're at that age where like they have to have the same number of packages to open and it's so ridiculous, but it's even though there's this one thing that cost exponentially more than this little dolly or this little car for our youngest, they look at it and they're like, oh, well, they don't have any concept of how much something costs. They right. just see, oh, well, they have 10 gifts and I have eight, <laughs> not realizing that your eight costs a lot more than that 10. So right. we try to keep everything straight kind of just even across the board and it's now, it's sometimes exhausting question is is he pretty involved with the planning of like the festivities in terms of what's been bought what you guys would like to get for the kids things of this nature or does he just kind of turn the checkbook over to to you and 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 let you handle it because that's how my dad did it he's like you know what just okay stephanie you you take care of it you know here's (laughs) here's my paycheck and Uh, he's just as surprised as the kids are on christmas morning Like, oh my god, dad, look. He's like, well, goddamn. <laughs> How much did that cost? <laughs> that's probably what he thought. I mean, well, that's one thing I will say is that Jesse will see something. He gets his, you know, Best Buy emails every day with their deal of the day. So I'll be like, okay, well, we still need this. And he's like, oh, well, I ordered. And then he'll open the bottom drawer of his desk. And he's like, well, I got these games. And I got this this Pokemon thing or this whatever. And I'm like okay so now i have to go buy this to make sure that we're even on our accounts but that's fine um yeah so we're gonna do so our older two will be with their mom for actual christmas morning so i have um stuff i've started wrapping the stuff so we obviously don't have to do as much since santa won't be visiting here they'll be he'll be visiting at their mom's house so the gifts that they're getting this year will just be from us. But then we have our littlest one who Santa will visit. So he'll have things for Christmas morning. But we'll so, open gifts on Christmas Eve. Okay, that, that was my question. Yeah, we'll open, yeah, because they'll go, they have um, all next week with us. And then uh-huh. on Christmas Eve, they'll go for a week with their mom. They'll be home on New Year's Day. I see. So we split the two week break in half. So they're okay. with us for a week and then her for a week. So, and then next year it'll be flipped. She'll have the first week and we'll have Christmas morning. So, so this is like an alternating thing. Yeah. You know, be- between years, yeah. you guys just, yes. just flip flop. Okay. So, yeah, the... in terms of like, 
Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Do you like? Do you guys have them on one holiday and then you know on the actual holiday and then their mom has them on the other holiday, or do you guys kind of keep it? it so the um, the county that we live in, they have something called Rule Nineteen, and it states just so that there's no um, confusion, any disagreements. Um, it states who gets what holiday, what year. There's a column that says odd year and even year, and mm-hmm. it states date. It states mom's mom's holidays for the odd year dad's holidays for the odd year and it gives you the timeline of the handoff like 6 p.m sunday night to 6 p.m monday night for like memorial day or labor day that kind of stuff so it's pretty cut and dry i put it into our google calendar we know then there's no argument Mm -hmm. it's just straightforward this is we follow the plan and then we can plan ahead of time and know so we have them for Thanksgiving, so um, she has them for Christmas morning. That's just gotcha. how the plan. That's how the that's how the plan is set, so that it's equitable. And then next year it'll be flipped. She'll have them for Thanksgiving, and we'll have them for for Christmas morning. And this is mandated through like uh, front of the court type type. Yeah, thing. exactly, okay. exactly, exactly. And I'm glad it's in place because there's no, then there's nothing, you know what I mean? There's no argument. It's just that it is what it is. And it's just what we do. And we Mm -hmm. know there's no surprises. There's no, well, that's my weekend, but that's, you know, no, if it's your weekend and it's not your holiday, the kids leave at 6 PM on Sunday. So there's no, no one's getting butt hurt because there's no expectation. It's, it's there in black and white. So, and we've, um, this has been a pretty high conflict situation, um, from right from the jump. So it's, it's better and suits our family this way so that there's not any hullabaloo. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because the last thing you really want is to add any kind of animosity or any kind of ill feelings especially within earshot of the kids themselves during any Mm -hmm. kind of holiday you don't want their memories of the holidays to be met with so much turmoil (coughs) and and controversy and things like that that like i can i (laughs) i can totally wholeheartedly understand that um you know, that's, that's where a lot of the, I mean, not so much Thanksgiving, but, you know, like Christmas and stuff like that at this point. Yeah, there's, there's a more powerful reason for the season, as they say, mm-hmm. you know, especially for those who, um, you know, who believe in God, you know, this is to celebrate the birth of Jesus and, and all of that. And, but there, you know, I realize that there's a lot of people that, that don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. But there is still that perception of, you know, magic and goodwill towards your fellow man and, you know, helping out the less fortunate. And, you know, even though there's, a, you know, it seems to be a, a growing contingent of our population that are falling off that bandwagon, for the lack of a better term, just because they're allowing life to dictate their their mood their outlook how they feel about things and i look i understand that it's so easy to fall into that trap but i also feel like that you know as cliche as it is this truly is and can be the most wonderful time of the year if we focus on what the fundamentals of this season really is you know it's about it's not about how many gifts are under the tree it's not about how much money you spend. It's not about any of that. You know, it's uh, it's about uh, it's about that time that you share with your friends and your family and, and the people that mean the most to you. It's about being in a situation to where you can help out the less fortunate, to give back to the community, to, you know, be a part of something that's bigger than ourselves just based on the on the 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 potential 
positive impact it can have on a person or a family who's truly, you know, struggling, as especially this time of year. Um, you know, for the longest time, we did the uh, the adopt a family thing through the Salvation Army. You know, they would have the tree up in, the, in you know, in at the mall or in one of their stores or, or whatever, and you you select this envelope, and in it is like a profile of what these families need or would like or you know and it's broken down family member by family member um you know there's always a great deal of joy that goes into that and even though we will never meet these people even though you know i'll i'll never shake the man's hand and he'll never have an opportunity to tell me what that meant just thinking about how I felt as a kid on Christmas morning running downstairs and seeing what Santa had brought and it didn't have to be a room full of gifts and toys and gizmos and, and gimmicks just the fact that Santa had been there mm -hmm. and that that feeling of awe and wonder and peace and happiness every child deserves to feel that at Christmas Absolutely. And every parent, especially those who are legitimately struggling, and I'm not look, I'm not talking about the ones that are constantly looking for a handout when they're doing nothing to try to better their situations. Look, shit happens, mm -hmm. and sometimes it's you know a lot of time, most of the time, it's out of our control. We don't see it coming. It blindsides us, but. Um, you know, these are by and large hardworking people that are trying to do the best that they can for their families. And, you know, every once in a while, there's nothing wrong with needing and accepting help if it becomes available. You know, put your pride aside because it ain't always about how you're perceived, it's about what your kids perceive. Mm -hmm. And at this you know, especially as we we get closer to to Christmas itself, every child should should experience those those feelings that um, you know that they will remember for the rest of their lives. Um, they may not remember what all they opened on that morning, but they'll remember how they felt, and that's that's that that to me is more important than what they're opening you you know mm -hmm. because that's that's what's going to resonate with them that's what's going to be in, in you know burned into their soul in terms of a christmas memory mm -hmm. do you agree with that yeah there's a couple things i wanted to touch on there's one thing that has always um i don't want to say bothered me because that has kind of a negative connotation but everyone I don't want to, I shouldn't say everyone. There is a large majority of people who only give at Christmas time. People aren't only hungry at Christmas. Good people point. aren't always in need at Christmas. Like they, they do this thing like they've, oh, well, you know, we donated six canned goods. Well, they're hungry in May. Okay. So that's great that you have this off your conscience that you've oh done so much by your, not that it's not appreciated. But these people are still in need throughout the year. So, yeah. That's a great point, Nicole. I, I mean, not to be negative. I, and, and I know that food banks are very busy this time of year because it's cold. And, you know, there's a lot of, especially in the parts of the country that we live in, like that's for people that are um, homeless or have other, you know, needs. It's it's it presents a whole nother issue for them and i just i'd like to see the same effort out of people throughout the year than just at the holidays that is a tremendous point and you're absolutely right um and i think that does get uh overlooked you know it's not just this time of year it's all year round you know there's 
a number of different organizations and shelters and soup kitchens and things of this nature that could buy that could benefit a great deal by more generosity throughout the rest of the year, not just the ones that end in ember. So I, mm-hmm. I totally get it. Totally get it. Well, what was the other point you wanted to make? Um, was about how we try, <laughs> you know, to instill an attitude of gratitude in our kids, which can be difficult because they're young and they have what I call the gimme gimmies. And they will, they will rip through <laughs> presents and there's no, they're just like rip. They're not even paying any attention to what they get. And I understand that <clears throat> they're kids, they're excited, but also being realistic of what Santa brings versus what mom and dad bring or because I don't. I don't want them going to school. Oh, well, I got this and this and this and this and this from Santa. And then there's other children who are like, well, Santa brought me a hat. Right. Like that breaks my heart. Right. Because you know that there are families that are struggling that will not ask for help. And that, that is the type that just gets to me. Because, you know, the mom or dad or their single parent or something's not right. You know, things are just not working out. And I mean, that's, it just, it hurts my heart. It just, just knowing that that's going on. So we try to keep our kids humble and not, I I don't know what the solution is, but. (sighs) You know, we we could come up with all the solutions in the world, all the ideas in the world, all the plans in the world to try to curb that kind of feelings. And you are absolutely right about this. How how that affects a child is, you know, that can be a damning thing to the point to where it diminishes their their entire outlook on Christmas. How right, because does, it's like I've been good all year and right. all I got was a hat. Right. Where, Meanwhile, where I, right. Johnny over here has been a complete butthole all year and he's walking around bragging about getting the new PS5 or what whatever. And mm-hmm. this other kid busts his ass and does everything he says it, you know, everything that he's supposed to do without without issue, without question. And he's getting a cray a Crayola marker set, you know. Mm-hmm. So I totally and there and, and there are children who are so thankful. Yeah. And it's perspective. It's absolutely perspective. And absolutely. that's where like my kids, they're like, Oh, I lost I lost my gloves. I'll just go grab another set out of the bin. Like they mm-hmm. don't think it and then I think there's other kids who sorry, it gets me like choked up, other kids who don't even have gloves. Like right. Like how, I don't know. It's a great point. Sorry, I just sucked all the air out of the room. No, no, I mean, <laughs> listen, this, in fact, we're we're going to curb the topic. We're going to shelf the topic I was going to talk about here this week because th- this is important stuff that I hadn't, I have not touched on yet. You know, I didn't talk about it on no one TV. I didn't talk about it. When we discussed, you know, the Christmas thing on Tea Time or Wendy's World. Um, So it, you know, this is a very real thing. And how, and a lot of that does, does stem from how these kids are being raised. What they are taught is the importance of it. And it certainly is not the video game system that, that, that you're getting. It's, Mm -hmm. it's about acknowledging and and respecting the gifts that you do have because mm-hmm. how many kids out there that don't have that capability they don't have that option they don't have that availability um and these are good kids they, that mm-hmm. are in just real shitty situations for whatever reason not not just the ones that are 
you know, whose parents are struggling, like they're doing everything they possibly can for the betterment of, of their family. But, um, you know, there are ones that are in, in like foster care situations or they're in some sort of other um, organizations because there's nobody else to take care of them. You know, that's a completely different set of circumstances there. And God bless the people that work in those kind of, of facilities to do what they can to still provide that sense of, I guess, in their case, would be more hope than anything, you know, because these kids are, you know, they need something to look forward to, to strive for, to, um, you know, because even though they have been dealt these hands that are less than ideal, that doesn't negate the fact that they don't deserve all of these feelings and experiences um, that the holidays are, are supposed to be bringing us. And as we lay all this out, I think of all, all the different things that we can do, we meaning those of us who are in better situations however you want to chalk that up um but you have an opportunity to really be a real life santa claus for the lack of a better term you know there's a number of different organizations and families and things of this nature that need you know hands-on help or they need some sort of donation some sort of contribution that they can distribute to those who truly need it, whether, you know, cause like at, at my place of employment, like our local, um, you know, they do these, these food baskets every year at Christmas time. And they take, um, you know, they work with, uh, one of the food shelters and, uh, you know, it's back to one of your points earlier this is an ongoing thing throughout the year they do different fundraisers to raise money and to get you know food donations and clothes donations and things of this nature um that by the time december rolls around like they have a list of families that are in need and they have already planned from starting back in january up until this you know that's an ongoing thing and, um, you know, I have friends and union brothers and sisters that have been a part of, of the distribution of these baskets and, and the stories that they tell me in terms of how these things are received and just that raw um, organic emotion. Man, God, that's what that's what puts it all in perspective, right, Nicole? I mean, that's when when you can touch somebody on that level, you've done something incredible. You've been a part of something incredible. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. There was um, one of the mom groups I'm in. There was conversation about different things that. Um, like children ask for on those, like on their little tags and um, not like a point counterpoint. Someone's like, oh, well, this kid asked for an Xbox. And people are like, oh, it's so expensive. He's a kid. Like he doesn't have any, like they were kind of like mocking it. Some people were like, oh, well, of course you want to, you know, but what the sky's the limit. I mean, kids don't have any idea that you know what I mean? It just, I was like, it was very polarizing for me. But then in turn, there was someone else who posted about, they adopted a 14 year old off of a tree and the 14 year old wanted, um, hygiene products is what they put on their tag and they needed socks and something else. And I thought this baby is 14 and asking for like shampoo and personal items for Christmas. Like that just got me like that really just like, I don't know why. And that has kind of stuck with me for several days of, you know, like that's not Santa shouldn't have to bring you shampoo. Right. 
it just, it really, it really kind of has stuck with me. And so, yeah. But It's um, one of those things, you know, it's things like that that puts you in perspective. Absolutely. While I'm running around trying to make sure my kids have enough presents to make sure they're even, like, that's kind of like, you should probably take a listen to your own advice. Well, you, you don't realize it until you do hear it. No. You know, because exactly you, just go, right. you just go into a mode. Like, your mm-hmm. priority is to make sure that your kids are happy or that mm-hmm. they will be happy. Mm-hmm. How could you be so faulted I'm kind of a I'm kind of a hypocrite though. I mean, here there's kids who don't have anything and my kids, my kids want for nothing, literally nothing. We have a pantry that is overflowing. We have, they have more than enough clothes. They have books, they have love. I mean, they have everything in abundance. I guess maybe I'm kind of part of the problem too, (laughs) you know? They don't, they don't want for anything. When, when my family is asking for, you know, well, what do they want for the, for Christmas? And I'm like, they literally still have things from last year in their closets unopened. That's how much stuff they get. Yeah. Well, so you know, we need to make a change in the, in the upcoming year so that we are really truly instilling an attitude of gratitude because, you know, like it's the right thing to do i agree i think we can all regardless of what the situation is i think we can all find time or a way to give back help out those that are less fortunate and to the you know provide an opportunity like for the kid who's asking for shampoo and socks and things like that to go above and beyond to get him something that he or she um would actually want not need but want mm-hmm. so i know there's i know a lot of families are adopting this philosophy of you know when you're compiling a list or something like that you know something you want something you need something you know, there's like something to read and yeah. yeah yeah there's like five different things mm-hmm. and um you know i kind of i i like that idea a lot because that's what really puts it in perspective. Um, you, you know, obviously that's geared more towards, you know, if you have older kids that are beyond the innocent magic part, mm-hmm. um, you know, when they realize what's happening, you know, they get smartened up. And that's mm-hmm. what we would say in the wrestling business, you know, because... <laughs> back in the day when kayfabe was still a thing and you know people were realizing that it was predetermined there were still some that didn't know and they bought everything that they saw well that's keeping kayfabe and when somebody would come in and, tr- and aspire to come into the business and learn how to become a wrestler they had to be quote unquote smartened up as to what was actually happening in the ring. Um, this kind of follows suit a little bit. You know, once the kids are smartened up, then they realize, oh, there is strings that move the puppets. You know what I mean? For the lack of a better term. Sure. Um, so, you know, that's where these, you know, I think like they're, like I said, there's like five different things. I, I feel like that's where they would, that would be more beneficial and would be um, better received than for a seven-year-old that's still very much into the whole gimmick, as it were. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, um, anything else you want to add to this? I mean, we've I been sitting here so. for an hour. It went by pretty damn fast. <laughs> it, yes, it certainly did. <laughs> so no, gonna... I, I think I'm good. Okay. Well, listen, you brought up some 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 tremendous points today. And I really appreciate that. Because like I said, this this was not our regularly scheduled topic. We're gonna put we're gonna move that on to next week. Um, but this was an important conversation. And I think it will resonate with with, the, with a lot of people. I and mean, like I said, it just kind of goes in, in hand with this whole theme that we've had for the last week or so in talking about the holidays. So there's that. Um, listen, uh, to the listeners, 
you know, we certainly appreciate you, you know, tuning in this week. Out, obviously, if you have any um, questions, comments, concerns, shout outs, things of this nature, or if you know of a family or a situation that may be in something of a dire circumstance, we want to know about it. And perhaps we can get you in touch with the uh, right people to provide some sort of, of relief. Just send us an email over at Klaus to the heart at gmail.com. And, um, you know, we'll take a look at it and uh, get you in contact with, with the right people if that is the case. You can also send us a direct message to our Facebook page. Just look for Klaus to the heart. Um, a new episode of the YouTube show dropped uh, this past uh, Sunday morning. Another another dive into uh, you know the whole bullying thing. So check that out. Um, you will also see on demand uh, through our friends over at ONTV uh, what turned out to be the last episode of Klaus the Heart Live on ONTV. Because Nicole, I don't know if you saw the the show this past Friday and the announcement that came with it, but totally revamping the whole ONTV thing. Um, starting January the 21st, Quadell Edwards is going to join me on a permanent basis for what we are calling Klaus, the Klaus and Q show. So that's going to be fun. Uh -oh. Very good. Look, looking forward to that. Great guy. He was um, just, he's just tremendous just a beacon of, pos of positivity for sure um until next week uh she is nikki felsoni i'm jason klaus we appreciate each and every one of you and we will see you next tuesday beginning at midnight with a brand new episode of the klaus of the heart podcast flagship show of the jackal creation podcast network powered by anchor.fm 